Welcome back to the Gen Z Hockey Podcast with your hosts Zahar and Lucas. Um, this is episode 10. We hit double digits of the hockey pod, uh, the Gen Z Hockey Podcast. Um, quarantine is still going on, so we're doing this remotely, so that's why the audio might be off. But um, welcome back. We don't really know what we're going to... We're going to talk about some... Uh, the Netflix, The Lion King, and then... Uh, the Lion King? The Tiger King. The Lion King, yeah. <laughs> The Tiger King. <laughs> they basically um, are the Lion King, though. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, we'll go from there. I don't really know. This is going to be all flexible because we have no hockey to talk about. Um, so, I just say, I hate people on Instagram. Do you want to know why? Why? Today is April Fool's, the day that we're, the day that we're recording. Yeah, yeah. I've seen way too many. Hold on. Here's one right here that I so fell for and I shouldn't have. It said, you know, hashtag breaking. The NHL season will continue starting on April 7th. They will they will play out the rest of the season. It's just like, psych, you thought wrong because it's April Fool's and I'm an idiot. One thing that really pissed me off was um, I, I saw um, Kyle Lowry is retiring after the 2021-2022 season. That's not happening. It's not happening. Okay. And that really pissed me off. It really pissed me off, and then I go onto like all the social media, like like uh, like Sportsnet and like TSN, and they're like, "Oh no, nothing's like it doesn't say anything," and I just that kind of really pissed me off because I'm heart, like, "How can he retire?" The heart, you know what it is? It's a whole thing of check the blue check mark. Yeah, exactly. Check the blue check mark. Who is it from? If if it's from guy, then it doesn't matter. It's like the Kyle Clifford thing. Like, have you like? It's the Kyle Clifford thing. Like, the whole extension thing, yes, they're working on it, but the whole $2 million for three years, that came from some guy. Yeah, I don't know. That's, yeah, that's that's it's, that's how so, you have to look at the media nowadays. It's either blue exactly. checkmark or it's not real. Uh, yeah. Um, so, uh, on the COVID up, like, I was just, I don't, I know everyone doesn't like talking about COVID, but apparent, uh, so they canceled all events till June 30th all mass events on June 30th in Toronto. So I don't know how the mm-hmm. NHL will do this, but we'll see how okay. that goes. They cancel all uh, all mass events that need um, a permit to happen. So that's closed till June 30th. Um, they'll just do no fans. They'll, they'll just do no fans. That's, that's what's going to happen. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a possibility too. Um, and then... Yeah, and it's another thing where it's like in, Tor- in Toronto in Toronto. So I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to say something, I'm not trying to uh, single out people, but I know that there are people in the States that aren't taking it as seriously as we are here just from the numbers. Yeah. So it oh, wouldn't surprise okay. me. It uh, wouldn't surprise me if thing. they had fans in the States. One more thing. They said that this like whole shutdown quarantine type situation could last for another three months. So today's April 1st. So, so April, May, July 1st. June. So Canada Day. Yeah. Everything's gonna be fine. Yeah. So. So. Um. So on Canada those, Day, we're all gonna be fine. We're all gonna be out for fireworks and hanging out with people, right? Yeah. For those listening, please stay inside. Please stay safe. Don't we have ten idiot. episodes. If you haven't listened to them, go listen to them. That's like, and that's ten hours of listening. That's gonna take up a whole day if you want. Um. I order a bunch of puzzles, so they're coming in today. So, so I have three puzzles. Order, but whenever I've been trying to order stuff on Amazon, it says like because I'm a Prime member, but it says it won't come till come till April. Yeah, well, yeah, today's eight, like April what, like the end of April? It says April twenty second. Like I'll, I'll go yeah. right now. Oh, so it's like Amazon. Amazon's really backed up, and they're prioritizing like like things that people need, like masks and stuff like that. So like. Stuff that you don't really need, they're gonna come in like later. Like I ordered the, um, a pu- thousand piece puzzle of the of the Maple Leafs Arena. Of of Scotiabank. Of uh of Air Canada, but yeah, Scotiabank. Okay. And okay. they that said it's gonna come like the twenty second or something. But then I went to uh, Calendar Club and they had a couple puzzles and then I ordered them and then uh, two day shipping and then it's gonna come in today. So we'll see. So, on the topic of Leafs stuff, I was looking through the NHL app, and it said that there's, like, snapshots of snapshots awards or just, like, snapshots of the season. 
Um, and I kind of just want to go over it because we have nothing else to talk about for the Leafs. In the last two weeks, we somehow sure. made up something to talk, talk about. Okay. Sure. There's, so, okay. Toronto. It's the thing of there's stuff to talk about. There's just not like real big stuff to talk about. That's what I've noticed. Oh, um, do you know like that the like I, I don't know how to pronounce his name, but the there was this Russian guy that they were interested in. The Leafs uh, were Barabana, interested in. The Leafs? Yeah, yeah, exactly. What uh, happened with uh, that? Uh, so I don't know if it's Alexi. I think it's Alexi Barabanov or Igor Barabanov. All I know is that the Leafs, the Leafs and Coyotes are front runners, but someone, someone like a very, like a very verified source from the KHL said that he'd probably go to the Leafs. Okay. Um, from what I've heard, uh, you know, forward, uh, probably a cheap piece. Same agent as Mikheyev, so there's a connection there. Um. Uh, it was something like he's 5'10", 190 pounds. Um, was on the was on the Olympic team in Russia. You know the non the non NHL Olympic team. So yeah, it kind of doesn't doesn't count. But he was still there. Um, has you know has uh, is a scorer. Uh, has some skill. And it's it's another thing with the guy with with guys from Russia, especially with with Ilya Mikheyev. We just we just. Like we we came into the season with with just Babcock being oh he's the big guy but then we ended up loving him and he's you know he's soup now so so it's a hit or miss uh, we know with uh, remember Igor Igor Ozhiganov yeah like hits and misses you know Ozhiganov was definitely a miss but Mikheyev this year before the injury I thought was a massive hit yeah so we'll we'll see uh, and. It's it's up in the air, but it looks like the Leafs are are probably are thinking of getting him. Like they're definitely the front runners for getting him. So yeah. that's be interesting to see. So what does that contract look like? It would probably be similar to what Mikheyev has, which is just like, like nine hundred, which is just a nine a nine hundred grand sort of thing. Similar to Mikheyev. Yes. Sorry. Which is like nine two five. Okay. So it's yeah. Cheap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cheap. No, he's not getting yeah, Kyle yeah, Clifford yeah. money. Okay, so um, so this is the the first one we're gonna go down. Uh, Toronto Maple Leafs season snapshot awards. It's on the NHL app or NHL website. So um, the MVP. I'm gonna say Austin Matthews or Freddie Anderson. Um, I would actually I'd say Austin Matthews. So the article says Austin Matthews, and I have to agree with that because he I was gonna hit goal and that kind of got stopped. So um. Yeah, he had a great season. Kind of pissed me off that like it, it extremely. It really pissed me off. He would have been the first. He would have been the first Leaf. He would have been the first Leaf in like thirty years, forty years to get fifty goals. Yep. Uh, last time was nineteen ninety three. No. No, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Last one was Rick Vive, and that was like the eighties. But but no, he, he was having an amazing season, and I it's it sucks that it got cut short. And it's another thing of with these stupid contracts, everyone it's like, well, I thought he was playing up to to what what he what his potential was and what his contract is. Yeah. And you know, but everyone like, why doesn't he have why doesn't he have more points? Why doesn't he have this? Well, I you you think of Austin Matthews, you think of Austin a goal scorer more than he is the playmaker. Yeah, exactly. That's. That's what I was gonna say. Like Mitch Marner should be getting like a hundred points because he he's just doing so many assists. He gets so much assists. That's why he should be getting so much points. But like goals and in the NHL, goal scoring is more valuable than like um than, than like than assists. Play, than playmaking. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, this is so, an interesting one. Uh, did you want to say something about thing or no? No, I was just saying like what's the next what's the next thing? Oh, okay. The next thing is rookie. They placed Ilya Mikheyev as a rookie. But I think it should be Sa- Sand- Sandin. 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 Uh, well. Sandin. I think they're looking at more of a, like a points, like points, uh, spread. But I think now, he played like better, not better, but like he played more important of a role on the team. Uh, I, I, I see I see what you're talking about. And the reason why I might have to agree with you is Ilya Mikheyev, though yes, a rookie, is 
uh, th- though yes is a, is a rookie, is also 25 years old. Sandine's yeah, exactly. 19, Sandine's 19 yeah. and playing, uh, and and playing third third line minutes and is you know there there are times where he's getting out muscle, but that's just because he's he was, <laughs> that's just because it's kind of what they have. I feel like yeah, I feel like I would agree with you there. He was playing second line minutes at one point when like all the injuries hit us. Oh my like, that's god! Wild. Don't even remind me. Don't even remind me. Um, so yeah, I would agree with you. I would I would I would take Sandine. They also haven't had many rookies. That's the thing. Yeah, that's yeah. Our rookie phase like happened a couple of years ago. Okay, best did, defenseman. Did you, hold on, hold on. By, by chance, did you by chance watch the game three that they replayed on Sportsnet against Washington? No. I, okay, I, I watched. I stopped watching sports after the lockout. Like I've just been like sitting at home and just like been working or like studying or like editing and just like. So just I watched a lot of so, YouTube. So they re- they replayed that game, the game, the Bozak goal game. Man, I. Yeah. It was like being a kid on Christmas watching that again. It really yeah. was. It was it was awesome to see, and I watched the the Kawhi shot yesterday as well. Yeah, I watched like I've seen all I saw all those things, but like they were clips on like Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's what I saw. Um, right. So the best defenseman. I'm gonna have to give that to Jake Muzzin because I feel like Morgan Riley was injured for a long time. He came back and was great for the one game before we had this, but I would have to give it to Jake Muzzin. Yeah. Okay. So the NHL Network uh, gave it to him. Okay. Uh. Yeah. I could say that um, Barry was close because Barry kept somehow imagine, kept this defensive. Thing imagine how afloat. screwed. Imagine how screwed they would have been if Barry wasn't on this team. Yeah, I, like I, I give like Muzzin brought like a lot of physical to, side to it, but I think Barry like just somehow kept our defense afloat while all we had all these injuries and like all these freaking just rookies or like less than 100 played games uh on our defense by the way cody cc got robbed on that category he totally should he totally should have been the best i'm not even gonna say anything about that moving on uh best defensive forward best defensive forward i would uh i would give that personally to zach hyman And that that's because I he's he's such a great two way player. Yeah. And and he's he's playing penalty kill. He's very good defensively, and that's I I would give it to him. Well, they did give it to him. See, I'm uh, like I'm like I'm cruising through this. I'm cruising yeah. through this. Um. He said they grind. Uh, he's a grinder. He has a lot of points on like. Uh, on the or, not, not penalty kill, but like uh, empty netters. So like he, yeah. He can, yeah. Uh, best mention, I would get comeback Kapanen. player. Oh yeah, Kapanen is pretty good. Um, comeback player, which we all all know. I like if anybody says anything other than this, I'm gonna be really pissed off. Comeback player? Yeah. Oh, Lenny Lander. Got it. Got, yeah, there it is. Yeah. yeah exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Dude, 31 goals. There are players that make more than him that have less. He has 59 points in 69 games. Nice. He's averaging uh, 0.87 points per game. All right. Uh, last season he had 0.5. Yeah, like last year. Last year was such a one-off. So uh, another thing. So Austin Matthews, when he was on Spit and Chicklets, he was talking about. Uh, so Paul Bissonnette brought up the fact that William Nealer was having a great season. And Austin Matthews basically brought up the fact of once he came back from wherever he was in Europe, in Europe, he came back and was and was just I don't want I don't want to say like fat, but like beefy. Like he was just yeah. he was just lifting he was just lifting weights the whole time. Yeah, it's because you like if you're not beefy, playing with wasn't the... really doing conditioning, so that's he was just out of shape. That's all it was. Yeah, exactly. He was out of shape. Like even if you're playing like professional in like other countries, it's still not enough compared to NHL. And if you play in the NHL. You don't. You have to work out, but you don't have to work out as much as other people, uh, like other athletes, because you, you waste so much energy and just burn so much calories from the sport itself. Mm-hmm. So like you just like thing. Okay, so the next one is um, Toronto Maple Leafs uh, season snapshot. 
So we have breakout player, which is William Nylander. William we Nylander. just talked about that. Yeah. Um, statement win. Statement win. Uh, I am going to have to say statement win. She's but but <laughs> I don't mean to sound facetious because like there ha- there actually haven't been there there were there was there's been less wins than I would have I would have expected from the season but I feel like a statement win was the 4-3 game that they won against Tampa after the David Ayers game. Uh okay so um I'm going to have to agree with the NHL. All right. It was the 3-1 win over the Coyotes on the first oh, day oh, Keith oh, that- came back. No, you're 100 percent right. You're 100 percent right. I, I, I forgot about that game. We I, this season we did you this did you watch that game? Had, yeah, I did. It was great. You remember My favorite game? I can just remember that being just a breath of fresh air. Just yes. all the stress. They just played. Floated out of my body. Yeah, they played like everyone wanted them to play like that. Like that. We've been well, bitching at Bob. Sometimes you just gotta hunker down and you gotta just you know chip away and hope that uh, hope, hope that you can just bear down and get some goals. And then Barry scored his first goal. Pierre Engvall scored, um, and Matthews I, gave them the three goal lead. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you're, so that that's a hundred percent. I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with that too. I'm gonna agree with that too. Okay, and we've had a couple of other statement games like. The, when they got smoked by the Penguins and then came and back and just, they came back. Yeah, then there was the t- Tampa game. Every single ta- game we played against Tampa was wild and like compelling. That like, where are these players and why can't they do this on a regular basis? Um, and then so the last thing was the most compelling game. Most compelling by most compelling? Do they mean most exciting? I get, yeah, I guess. So is it the eight six? Is it the eight six game? No. Oh. Because I feel like that that would be if that was most exciting. Then I feel like the eight six game would be that game. Most like yeah, I don't know what they're categorizing compelling, because the game they choose isn't very compelling. But okay. Um, so they chose the Carolina Hurricane six three win over the Leafs. So where did it? Which, like, I don't understand how that's compelling. It's okay. not. I just looked up the game... definition of compelling. Evoking interest, attention, or admiration in a powerful, irresponsible way. That was the 8-6 game to a T. That was the yeah, other I Carolina don't understand. game. How is the Carolina... Th- what? <sighs> when was this post made? When was this post made? Uh, one second. Because if, if it was made today, then it would make sense. But that's just that's March, just, you know March nineteenth. Okay, that, almost that, a month ago. I think that was just made because Lee fans are gonna make it have a rise out of it. Yeah, exactly. But that like, was why it, was it wasn't really like in a bad the bad way was the other the six uh, the eight six game that was a compelling game because we shit the bed and then somehow and then came- we and then we turned it on. That's that was when everyone that was when Mitch Marner was. Like I love Mitch Marner, and that, and he was that was his best game of the season, and that's you know what that's the Mitch Marner we need every day is just and again again when watching that 2017 uh 2017 game you just see how much fun they're all having, and it doesn't look like they have fun anymore, because all it is is he's not living up to his contract he's not living up to his one maybe maybe he's gonna be good and just they're the, you can tell they're not having fun with it. And they just, like, they need to, I know it's like they have to just, they have to just deal with it. But once they have fun, which they, they have had fun in the season. Remember that, like the 20 game stretch where they just couldn't lose. Wasn't it 15? Some, something like that, where it's just like, they just couldn't lose. Yeah. Like they were having so much fun and then just the fun started to leave, started to leave. But once they, once they get the fun back in them, they're unbeatable. I think, like, this year was a shit show, and I think next year, like, everything will start fresh. Like, I do, we'll too. Have, like, and ima- some of- again, imagine a full year of Keith. Yeah. And I think some of our defense is going to be, like, completely different next year. But I think, like, they're going to have a new contract. 
We'll have Riley. We'll have Muzzin. And then they're just going to have to get a guy. They're, they're really going to have to get a guy. Yeah, we'll see how that works out. Like, everything's still up in the air, so we can't even say anything. It all depends but, on like, the cap. It all depends on the cap. Honestly, it all depends on the coronavirus. Because if we yeah. finish the playoff season, then that's enough money where the cap might actually just, like, go up by half a mil or just stay the same. But if we mm-hmm. don't finish the season, I don't understand how it can go down, but apparently it could go down. So well, it can go down if it, it can go down if there's no season because then no revenue, you know. That's how it could go down. Yes, I know, but like, you have contracts to people. How like how does that work? How do you just like not uh, give them? Money? I heard that like if in this in these extreme scenarios, the players will then will then make. Th- this happened uh, a couple. Of, this happened in the in the half season lockout where players just made eighty percent of what they actually made. So like, yeah, okay. so like John Tavares, uh, just look at my phone case, John Tavares will make 80% of $11 million. So that's how it might work. But I was envisioning this and you, you know, what's going to happen. The season comes back with no fans. They play the rest of the season with no fans. The Leafs win the cup at home. No one gets to see it. <laughs> and there's not going to be any parade because of the virus. You know Perfect. that that's going to happen, right? Perfect. Perfect. And, and um, Steve Dangle said it best. If the if the Bruins win, Brad Marchand's cup picture picture with the cup, me and my fans with no one in the yeah, audience. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. Um. It's gonna be interesting to see how it goes. I don't see the. I I honestly don't see them coming back. I think they're just gonna call it a year and, um, and then next year we'll see what happens. Um. Okay. I don't so think this is. I don't think they would do that, but. It's 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 a total possibility, but I don't think that they would that they would want to do that. And I said we're, we're I, hockey fans. We're, we're hockey fans. We're not trying to see the negative and just be like, oh, it's not going to happen. We want this to happen more than anything. Yeah, but, we want this to happen. But like on the other hand, I think I I don't like I understand they want this to happen, but I don't think the government's going to allow them to have that for that to happen. But could you imagine how great July and August hockey would be? Yes, but then they don't have enough time to like have a break. And then, um, like training camp, like what? Are we gonna shift? They'll start, like they'll start the season in November. Then they'll they'll just have to. They'll start the season in November. Uh, have a have a training camp in October, and then and then start the season in November. Like that's just that's just what they're gonna do. It's, yeah, it's the only logic. It's the only logical option. Do you move the trade deadline like one we'll just year? Move everything back a month. One, just, oh. Okay. Just move everything back a month. Yeah, okay. Um, so, Toronto Maple Leafs uh, season snapshots, but these are like off-ice moments, if you get what I mean. Like, So, here's the, like, um, Cade Foster. You know that kid that, like, no one came to his birthday? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was so nice. Yeah. So, that one, um, that's one of the moments. Uh, the next one is number one fan, which is Justin Bieber. He's basically becoming like the Drake of the Leafs, mm-hmm. which is like I'm fine with that. It's I, I think it's this. so cool. I think it's so cool because in basketball and football, it's such a big thing of like, of like celebrities, of celebrities being in the sport. And hockey doesn't have many celebrity fans, so. so yeah, and, uh, the last one is honoring Andrescu, Bianca Andrescu, mm-hmm. uh, who won the U.S. Uh, Open. U.S. Open, you know? yeah. Yeah, she won the U.S. Open, and then she was on. She's, yeah. she's the same age as you. Huh? She's the same yeah. age as you. I I hate those kind of like, – I'm getting to the age now where people my age are, like, doing amazing things, and then I'm just sitting at home talking to a screen with I you. I think she's from Mississauga, too. Podcast. I what? think she's from Mississauga. Yeah, she is. She is from Mississauga, which is – my thing is I feel like – I feel – like shit, because I have not, not I'm, I will never accomplish something that she accomplished like at my age. You get what I'm saying? Such is like, life, such is life, guys. Yeah, I know. Um, that's about it for the hockey stuff. All Do right. you want to go over fantasy? Uh, Do you want to go fantasy fantasy honors? Uh, sure. So fantasy MVP, we'll just go over this quickly because it's 
Mostly the oh, same guys. Okay. We've... MVP MVP of the season? Yeah, for fantasy, for, uh, like, the Leafs. Oh. Um, oh, for the Leafs. Oh, just yeah. for the Leafs. Okay, so yeah. just for the Leafs, I would say I would say Matthews because I would I would usually pick Freddie, but he hadn't had he didn't he didn't have the greatest season. Yeah. yeah See, yeah. if you're talking about uh, if you're talking about fantasy pick for the for the league, like the obvious pick is Connor McDavid, but I feel like he's had you know, but uh, you know I don't I don't mean to say this in a rude way, but I feel like he's had somewhat of a somewhat of a down of a down year, which is which you can't say because he's Connor McDavid. So I would yeah, actually yeah. give it. To, I would give it to to Drysaddle more than McDavid. But was Drysaddle, it? Was it McDavid? Drysaddle hit hundred points. Yeah, he yeah, was injured. A couple, he, yeah, he Drysaddle was injured. Hundred yeah. points before this thing went up, before this thing shut down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, biggest surprise. Biggest surprise. Yeah. Uh, the I say the Babcock firing personally. This is fantasy points, bud. Uh. I don't really know what biggest surprise means. So, like, biggest surprise player? Zach Hyman. No, because fantasy points is, like... Have you ever played fantasy, like, I play fantasy no? football, not, fan, not fantasy hockey. Oh, yeah. So, it works, like, the more point... It's, I think it works the same as, like, basketball or football. Like, the more interceptions or the more goals they have, the more points you get. No? Is that not how it works? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, so, um, like, Zach... The biggest surprise was Zach well, Hyman. Well, I guess it would be because, Zach Hyman because he has 20 goals. All right. Yeah, he had 20 goals, and he's like what? A, like a – he's not a goal scorer. Let's he's just leave that. And then the unsung hero is William Nylander. 100%. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's about it for our hockey thing. We somehow stretched that out for half the podcast. So let's move on to uh, movies or entertainment. So I last night finally tuned in and gave and gave into the internet and watched Tiger King. What the fuck is going on? This shit is one of the most insane things I have ever seen in my entire life. Okay, so for our viewers, the Tiger King is a Netflix documentary about uh, what's the like tagline? Murder uh, mystery. Mur- yeah, one, one second. It's so, what, murder something and. Murder something and something. Hold on. Uh, where is this? Thing? Oh my god. Uh, murder, mayhem, and madness. Yes, murder, mayhem, and madness. So for the viewers, do you want to talk about the first two episodes? Um, yeah, so we can talk about the first watch- two episodes because that's just what I've seen. Yeah. Okay. So you talk about what you remember, uh, what you like you've seen, and then uh, I don't want to say anything because I don't really want to spoil it because I finished watching the show. So right. you you can talk now. So. What I'm just amazed with is just that I'm watching this and I'm just like, yo, this shit exists. <laughs> the entire time I'm watching it going, this is the best is how they they do all this stuff and no one acknowledges the fact that, you know, oh, this is a little, I know it's a little, you know, untrue and a little out of left field. Not many people do this, but, you know, it's kind of what I've what I've been doing. Nobody acknowledges how it's crazy. Nobody acknowledges that it's different. Everyone's just like, nah, this is how we just do it down down here in my, where I live. We got tigers everywhere. I got 227 wild animals just, just roaming around. And it's one of the craziest things I've ever seen. Okay, so... <laughs> so you've seen the... Um, okay, so how does so the second how, episode... How I've left off... How I left off... The second episode leaves off where, like, they they sort of talk about how uh, Carol Baskin murdered uh, allegedly allegedly threw her husband into a bat full of tigers, and that's okay. just how it ends off. So so this season this like show is divided into like two parts. The first four episodes are about Carol Baskin, and then the th- last three episodes are about the Tiger King. So which like is Joe? The fr- yeah, like which Joe, is Joe Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic, yeah. And, um, goddamn, I mean, why did you finish the Joe part? Like, that thing is the most, like, that's the th- wild thing you could talk about. Like, one thing I didn't like about the show is they kind of just, like, over, like, in the second half of the season, they kind of just overlook the whole murder thing. And they don't oh, really, really? Like, not, like, yeah. Oh. Well, but, like, I. I think that she's batshit insane, but she I she think... seems so she seems so normal, but she's batshit insane. Like all yeah, of, okay. Think... 
all of those people who are always like, you know, it's about the animals and not keeping them in captivity. And, you know, when I was four years old, I had my first kid. All those people who say stuff like that and then go as far as to having fucking lions and tigers in, in their in their backyard and making them run around and roam free like they should. I mean, you're, you're crazy. Someone's going to okay. get eaten. So someone... Most people are probably going to disagree with me, but and you haven't seen it, but from what I saw, I think she murdered her husband. I that's do, just, too. I, I think do she too. murdered her husband, and that's uh, that's wild that nothing happened. Like, nothing happened. Like, but it's another nothing. thing of, like, in, if she murdered him in the way that, that everyone thinks, by throwing him into a vat full of tigers and he, they ripped him to shreds, where's this DNA that, she could, that, that you could find so that she could get acquitted? There's no, there's yeah, no way you could actually point. find any evidence that she threw him into a vat full of tigers. Yeah, I know. But, like, still, like... Yeah, That's I, why I she don't was think never acquitted. Would... Yeah, exactly. But, like, I don't think she'd put him in, in the, with the tigers because... If she'd put them in the put him in the tigers, there'd be like some sort of evidence that came out of it. Like there'd have to be something that like that people like someone would notice that like there's blood or like something off about like the what they're eating. Uh, also, uh, let's go to Joe Exotic because he's just a whole different other character. Can we talk about how fucked up it is that Joe Exotic has two husbands at the same time? <laughs> Yes. Okay. How they all how they're all married together and had one mar- they had one big marriage that was with three people. So I was watching this with my brother and we're like this is the most confusing person I've ever seen. Like oh, he's the yeah. most he's the most like hillbilly thing and you'd think that like cuz he's so hillbilly, he like he's religious and like he's against uh, gays and stuff like that. But like He's, he's married. So opposite. He's complete opposite. Like it's such a brain fuck because in every like media you see them as like like you never see that. Like who have you ever seen someone like that that's that exotic? He fits his name for once in a, in a freaking in a documentary, which is kind of funny. But like it's so like wild and like yeah, I don't know. It's just it's batshit crazy. It's, it's because all the memes are just like some guy with like piercings all over his face and all and and you see that guy and you think he's some hillbilly (laughs) and he's just yeah exactly but the thing is in a fucked up way he's a super nice guy yeah he is like he's like he's he's a super nice guy but he's so converted that one dude